Hi everybody. Hi. And this wonder here. We're here to bring you another if I don't with Shant. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have another chit chat. Yes, um, what are you here to teach us today? Episode two on BDSM. Mm. So I kind of wanted to chat a little bit about because, like, okay, I'm freestyling this. <laughs> um, so like BDSM is kind of circled or you know is centered around sexuality and how you feel about yourself, um, what you're curious about. So I wanted to kind of introduce this or come back on another episode about bdsm that's kind of focused on just sexuality and kind of like what it is based off of how i feel that it is okay um so like before I even go in how do you feel about when you hear the term like sexuality what do you think when i hear the term sexuality i mean it to me it's what you're attracted to mm -hmm. and what you're attracted to and what yeah like what you want internally mm -hmm. i guess mm -hmm. like what desires and pleasures you want to have mm -hmm. yeah i think that would be that. that's good and like i feel it's one of those question i mean terms where it's different for everybody uh -huh. in a sense because like for me I feel like one, your sexuality deals with what you're attracted to, mm -hmm. um, what you're not attracted to. Your curiosity, it deals with, it's like another way of a expression. Oh, for um, sure. So. Like your likes and your dislikes. Uh -huh. Yeah. can also be in there. Yeah. yeah. And so I feel like Sally enough, like Sally in this society of like so much standards or sexuality or sex is kind of looked down upon or um if you express yourself in any type of Embracing way yeah then there's something wrong especially towards i feel like younger women if you are you show that you're a little sexual or you have that sexual energy like you're kind of shamed or you're shunned they call you sluts they call you whores they call you all these negative things to kind of push you back into a box but yet they still want to use you as a sexual tool so that never makes sense to me but yeah i just it's like in the public you can't be like that yeah but like behind closed doors you have to be like this elaborate knowing all person that people men just expect of you or your partner yeah, yeah. and it's even funny that you say that that in like in public you have to kind of keep it in or yeah you know but yet they publicly force the message out there that women are sexual items <laughs> and advertising and movies and music and just everything yeah They're, women are used to sell like shampoo and like it's like oh my body this mm -hmm. and that but it's yeah it makes no sense and then i feel that that kind of forms an unhealthy idea of what a person's sexuality is supposed to be more so speaking from like a woman's perspective because i'm a woman but like i feel that like for me for example um my sexuality i still feel at the age of like 24 like, yeah of course because i'm super young i'm still exploring what my sexuality is what i'm into and so on and so forth and i feel like that's going to be a self-discovery that is going to be life life, life yeah for everyone. <laughs> but um 
I know the comfort that I have within my sexuality, it took me some time to get there. And even now I struggle with it. And I have a lot of other people who tell me or reach out to me sometimes. And they're like, you know, I feel weird for feeling this way. Or I feel weird for liking this or thinking this. Like, is this normal? Is this not? And I feel it's because, once again, that we have this understanding that, you know, sexuality is something that shouldn't be explored or it's like um shamed and it's negatively stigmatized yeah if you want to explore with it and if they do really talk about it it's they attach certain type of standards like we just said they use it to sell products you know and it's like a sexual like the, the sexuality i feel is a tool of expression not necessarily a tool to sell things or like a product to sell mm -hmm. and that just kind of fucks up the the room of like ex exploration in the topic of sexuality and so yeah i, I guess like i kind of want to figure out or like i kind of want to communicate with you guys through social media and like have these conversations more on what it means or how you can be comfortable in your sexuality um so that way you feel comfortable or safe and confident to explore more things because say if you feel very uncomfortable with who you are as a person sexually when you get into situations if you say something in bdsm you want to try something out or whatever the case or someone approaches you you feel very uncomfortable you can feel very violated or you start questioning the way you're thinking as though i don't know if this is okay i don't know if i even should be into this type of stuff uh -huh. and i feel that it kind of it robs people from the, the pleasure of exploring sex and of exploring bdsm or being open to things like that um and so I wanted to talk a little bit about my, like, little discovery of sexuality. Um, Can I just say, I feel like everybody, ha everybody has their own sexuality and their own different terms. Yeah. But, like you said, if it was more accepted and mm -hmm. talked about, just, like, plain old teaching consent and everything, things would be a lot more better. Things yeah. would be a lot better for people because everything, like, depending it could, it's like culturally because I, I kind of feel like it could go back like, oh, women have had so many kids before uh -huh. you know, when women used to have like 9 or 10 or 13 kids yeah. that they were like, no, you must hide this part of yourself because at the end of the day it would harm the women because after having like so many kids your body's weak and a lot of them have like died during mm. childbirth mm. you know so i'm not saying that's like the only reason but that's one reason that i think could have been one of the reasons why that's like locked down and shamed yeah because also like it's usually done by older women mm -hmm. or like older generations yeah. so that's like what just came up to my head you know, but it could be like just as well. You don't want to be maybe your mothers don't want you to be out there like that mm -hmm. because they don't want something to happen to you and somebody to take advantage. Yeah. So there's a lot of reasons for everything. And I'm not saying it's OK to sh shame sexuality. Yeah. But that could have been some other reason. That makes sense. And it's funny, too. That, well, not funny, but it's a good point that you have brought up how like an older generation has a certain mindset so they're teaching their children sure. that mindset and i feel like that um that applies to a lot of things in this world and i feel that that is also like it makes sense but it's problem problematic because they're teaching a younger generation or a new generation old mindsets 
that is going to somewhat cripple the newer generation because we're living in a newer time that needs updated information exactly. and updated like ways of life because like i feel for example a perfect um a perfect example would be like the lgbtq community mm -hmm. like of course i don't know the years and times but back then it's been harder for them to come out and express themselves and if they would they'll get like abused or can even get killed and the people who was looking down on their sexuality or looking down on their ways of life were more so like older people the one that was like they grew up in that community where the, stuff like that is just not okay and so now we're in a, a, a time right now, a more modern time, especially with thinking and the internet and how there's just so much diversity going on that we are having still these like this tension because a lot of the people from that has the mindset from back then are still trying to apply their ways of life, which is okay in a sense, but like you can't expect that to be the way that this new generation is about to just pick on exactly. because it's a modern time. So you still have those people who are like, that's not okay, gay, like gay is not okay, you can't do that here. No, you can't like accept marriages or stuff because they're still stuck in that past mindset and they're trying to force that onto a newer generation. So it's always interesting and that could actually be something that maybe in the future we can look into like certain ways of life or mindsets that older generation has that they're still trying to push onto. That's a lot. I mean, mm -hmm. you see that, especially this is kind of like also a woman's issue because women are supposed to suppress their sexuality, supposed to suppress and fit this image of like the perfect housewife, the perfect woman that is reserved and... Um, what is that not prude but um like conservative mm -hmm, i guess mm -hmm. and she's very like oh my god this modest woman you know but that just goes back to how you're saying like women are often told so many things like you should be this you can't be that you should be this and it's like generational that goes back to yeah and it's it's limiting mm -hmm. and yeah, yeah it's upsetting and i also have a comment since you have you made a comment about how like you know maybe some parents they tell their children to cover up a little mm -hmm. bit or something because they're trying to protect mm -hmm. them um i'm not gonna lie and sit here like okay i really want to experience the slut walk one day because i still feel for me a little torn about certain things and i feel that that will open my mind on things and what the slut walk is from my knowledge is um basically it's just like a lot of women that are out and expressing themselves expressing their body and it's just like fuck you if you want to look at me as a sex object we're here and we're strong and they're walking together um because like for me sometimes like say if i see a woman walk by and like she's in like short short shorts and like her ass is just out there are still times where i have like this mindset where i'm like too short like don't do that you know but then i feel you find yourself oppressing as well yeah, yeah and i hate that like that happens often so it's still something that i'm trying to get you, you know can't say you're perfect that is yeah which nobody is that's the thing like i read that like i don't know it because it can be like a defense mechanism a survival yeah thing that it's really embedded in us because mm -hmm. like like negativity it's a survival uh instinct mm -hmm. for, for you're like mm, i don't know like for you not to trust and for you not to be fully free it's like within us yeah. you know so i don't know 
I feel like to a certain degree, you shouldn't completely ignore it, but you shouldn't let it drive your life where you feel like, oh, I can't wear this. I can't do this. I can't look like this because of what other people are going to yeah, say. Exactly. Yeah. And then I know, especially for me, I have that mindset or that um habit to think that way especially because of like my childhood and where i came from because i like once again i've mentioned it before how i was raised in the hood and technically you didn't want to show anything really because if you did like people will roll up old creepy men will roll up on their little broken down bikes like really? and will hit on you even if you're in your school uniform that's a skirt that's not even that long like and, like anything like that so you're kind of taught like no you can't wear stuff like that um, because I started to feel or like develop the idea that you know we are like this sexual tool especially when guys like cause for me for some odd reason like I was never one of those girls because when I in middle school and high school or whatever like girls were clearly aware of their body and clearly aware of hormones and sex you know in a very unhealthy way because I'm pretty sure they also had the similar like lifestyle as I did growing up with their parents or whatever um and so things were very aware and people wear makeup or they'll put those extra like puffed up bras or like do stuff like that Push to kind of yeah um and i never really went that route but for some odd reason there was something about me i will always hear like oh you have like the strong sex appeal or oh there's just something like i don't know it was just like i was this really weird girl that for some odd reason all the popular guys like i was their secret fantasy type of thing but the way that they would treat me made no sense because in public it would be like i don't want to talk to her who is she like she's weird or like whatever the case might be but then the moment that no one's around they're like hey like oh you should kiss me or you should do this or like we need to do this when they have girlfriends and stuff like that so it was oh, like shit. very weird for me um and so because then it kind of, with already my understanding of a relationship based off of the father figures that I had, and then already me trying to get love and like attention or like a healthy relationship with the guy by trying to prove myself, um, when I'm being taught that like in public I can't be taken care of, but behind closed doors I can be taken care of or they can give me attention, but it's primarily sexually. Like, you know, it's just like, I want, I'm giving you attention or I want you around, but it's because of some type of sexual curiosity that I have when that is meant to like continuing to happen over and over and over again. Like this whole idea of like who I am, like the purpose of me to another guy is just for sex. And then it doesn't help when as a society as a whole, they kind of already push women out as like sexual objects. Because exactly. once again, when I had secretly got into porn or accidentally got into porn what do you always see you always see the women and it's just all this stuff is happening to her you don't really see about the guys you don't really see about their face but it was just like always the women the women was this tool of sexual pleasure you know um so when i don't have someone <clears throat> to sit and talk to me or show me a healthy example you kind of figure it out on your own and yeah, I've had like a lot of weird experiences. Like there was this one time where there's this guy. Fucking hate so disgusting. But it was after school and I was waiting for my friend to um get out of her choir or whatever and he saw me walking. And we at this time we're in the church. So she was upstairs and then I was downstairs and I was like walking 
in the hallway to get to the stairs to go upstairs to her and it was like this guy who was one of the dudes that would be like hey let's do something or like hey your sexual appeal is like very whatever the fuck which i never knew what that meant <laughs> like i really never knew what that meant uh, yeah and but at that time i didn't understand uh -huh. And so he was like telling me like basically like come here let's do this let's do that and i was telling him no like get the fuck away from me and so i was like walking up the stairs and he pulled my leg and i fell and i like hit my lip on the stairs and i'm like oh my god like <laughs> didn't you just hear me like dude your dad works here like what the fuck are you doing like so it was a lot of guys like that at school um oh, and then they weren't <clears throat> they didn't have like a healthy example of what sex meant or like how to like you know come on to a woman or even alone when you're so young and you have a girlfriend but you're cheating behind her back and can be confident about cheating behind her back and thinking that's normal or like if someone's telling you no but you still have the balls to continue to fucking mess with her at such a young age and it's multiple people it's not just one individual it's multiple guys feeling comfortable with doing that it just shows that the society that we live in or their the, you know their adulthood or just the absence of understanding what sexuality means or understanding a healthy sex relationship at such a young age like makes like i don't know it just pulls people in the wrong direction and they get older and they get older when it's not corrected and then those habits are still embedded in like a, a older generation and basically yeah. yeah so i don't know i felt like I still struggle with it now because I still kind of feel as though I am like the sex tool, which is why I kind of do associate myself with a submissive person in BDSM mm -hmm. because we kind of like our primary purpose is to please whoever we are being a sub to. Um, <clears throat> but the more I've been like discovering myself, understanding myself, um, learning and being confident about my sexuality, I'm understanding that yes, I can be like that or be into these things within BDSM, but it doesn't have to be unhealthy. Like there's a certain way that it happens. Like if I'm not comfortable with something, I have the power and I have the voice to be like, dude, no, this is not okay. Mm -hmm. Because I have confidence within my sexuality to be like, I'm not into this, you know? Or I have some type of awareness compared to- agency and authority. To yeah, themselves. you know? Cause like compared to how I used to be, like I used to be one of those girls. And I know a lot of women go over this where say you're having sex with your boyfriend or whatever. And like, you have to fake moan or you have to sit there and let him do what he has to do. And you're just like, yeah, you know, like, I kind of feel because for me I feel like that's what I had to do like I had to kind of just sit there and let him enjoy himself or like act like it like I used to fake a lot but now after learning about myself and becoming comfortable with my sexuality I'm just like okay homeboy like it's not popping like I don't I'm not I don't want this like I'm feeling stronger to step up and voice my opinion um so yeah like it's a different type of i feel like when the more you kind of explore your sexuality understand your sexuality and get confident like you your standards for yourself your value for yourself grows as well and so yeah i think that'll be a um i want to look into like ways um tips and stuff like that to kind of help other women that are in that yeah <clears throat> exploring their sexual not sure about it you found it you're still very young but you have authority now mm -hmm. there's women that are married yeah and they're still like 
just let him do whatever. Mm -hmm. I was watching a show, and I know this is like a show and comedy, but like they were talking about, oh, like the way like sexuality, sex was like taught to me that it was like this delicate flower and this, and it's like it's not even explaining what it really is, mm -hmm. you know. And it's like the women were like, oh, you know, whenever my husband wants to do his thing, like I just sit there and I think about other things, and it's like that's torture. You're being yeah. raped. Yeah, You're, you are. Yeah, it's like why would you not enjoy something that if it's like physical in the human body? And I just think it's very now. I think it's just more sacred mm -hmm. as well, mm -hmm. and finding the right person to do everything with yeah. and share yourself because. Yeah. If you're just doing this with a random person, yeah, it might be fun, but you're not fully fulfilled. Mm -hmm. at, at least that's in my opinion, yeah. you know? So, yeah, just finding the right person, being able to be comfortable with them. But also, you get to be comfortable after you really explore within yourself. Exactly. Exploring within yourself, exploring everything, knowing that I can be in the mood one second and then, like change my mind the next and mm -hmm. have that be okay yeah and have a partner that needs to understand that that's okay exactly as well you know not just somebody that's like oh but i'm already in the mood now you have to and it's like no fuck that exactly I do not have to do yeah that, so. and also feel for being with you know someone apart like <clears throat> it's not only women who have this sexual journey or understanding themselves it's also what men or if it's a relationship or it's both sex or whatever the case might be like also your partner should be confident or at least trying and learning to be confident within their sexuality to where they have the respect for themselves and for you as if they're telling if you're telling them no or you're saying that's safe word or something like they're like they're not going to take it personal and just be like okay i'm gonna back the fuck off you know and let this person be this person um yeah dude and like i mean sex can be used for different reasons personally for me i'm not like a one night stand type of person like i don't like to really i don't like penetration i don't like anything really sexual if i know that i'm not this is not going to have some type of feelings involved because for me it's just so it's such a private act that you're letting somebody in mm -hmm. you know so it shouldn't be shared mm -hmm. with everyone and but that also doesn't mean that I'm trying to limit somebody's sexuality or somebody somebody's ability to have sex, you yeah. know? It should be that everybody, I don't know, it's kind of like teaching, it goes back to you have to teach yourself to teach others, mm -hmm. and then in this case, it's more of an internal thing for exactly. you to be like, okay, like, I am valuable, I am strong, I deserve to have this type of sex, or I deserve to, like, have this type of relationship, yeah. you know? And sometimes that means just making a stronger relationship with yourself yeah. before you can even go and share those parts of yourself with other people. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah, I do. I find it important because for my, I've seen the difference for myself and it's still something I'm developing, but, like, as my relationship within myself my knowledge of myself is getting stronger i know how i want to be treated and it just feels good to be able to set those standards for yourself exactly. and if you are someone who's extremely confident within yourself you love yourself and 
your sexuality is telling you that hey i just like getting fucked by as many people as i want then that's cool you know it's just all about finding who you are understanding what you're into and just being comfortable and happy in yeah, that environment exactly. you know and not doing something maybe to prove to others exactly because this is something that at the end of the day even if people judge you even if they don't even if you talk about it or you don't the person who's gonna live it or deal with it is yourself mm -hmm. and the partner that you did it with, yeah you know so just don't do things to prove to anybody like oh look at me i'm having this many this much sex with these amount of people yeah. but then at the end of the day or at the end of the night after they leave you're just like fuck i feel even worse yep myself. yep i actually had um that problem like because <clears throat> it's more so like me meeting a guy and then feeling like they make it seem like it's I should, I, it's like a comfortable environment to allow myself to be open and vulnerable with them but then you know it's not and I feel horrible every time and it's like and I'm aware of the situation I'm aware that this guy is not going to give me what I emotionally need but yet I and like I tell myself well I'm feeling down and if I just hang out with them the moment's going to feel great and then there might be some changes after And but it's just that quick satisfaction that i'm looking for but then when it's over and they're gone then i just feel horrible you know and so that's a good point that you have brought that up yeah. um and i also like that you said not to prove yourself to people i was actually talking on my instagram about that earlier like if you get in your mind that you don't have to prove anything to anyone like i feel like you kind of you it's gain powerful. this type of power yeah you do like the mind is so it's i feel like it's different than your brain and the type of functions the natural functions that we have but like the mind is something that is built throughout experiences but i i used to always tell like question myself when i was younger when i was in middle school i'd be like it doesn't make sense if if my thoughts and what i'm doing in my head is for me and like i am I'm, i need to live i need to survive because i'm in this body why is it that my mind is doing things or thinking about things that are harming me emotionally or mentally like without my permission <laughs> like i'm not telling my mind to think about these things i'm not yeah. telling it to do these things but yet our mind does it to us and it's, it's just so weird and i feel like i feel like your mind is something like you can have control over your mind but you, it's practice it's like something oh, you yeah. really need to practice and try to do but it's not something natural that we automatically know how to do it's a journey yeah. it's a journey of self-discovery mm -hmm. self-realization being more mindful i watched this episode and this um i don't even know what his title is officially but he one of the things he was they were meditating and one of the three things that he taught was silence um spaciousness and what was the other one it was with an S as well. Silence, spaciousness, and... God, I forgot. But they were so... God damn it. That proves my point. But okay. basically, like, just, like, silence to be able to, like, understand and hear things around you. And then spaciousness to really be both in your 
present with your space around you mm. and there's like mental space mm. that sometimes you clutter your the space of your mind mm -hmm. you know so it's like maybe there's nothing but yet you feel so overwhelmed or maybe you have all these things but you feel so alone yeah so that goes back a lot into like a person's psyche and then one of the ways that that can develop into it's like sexuality mm -hmm. and do you have no sexuality because you've experienced this horrible thing or do you have hypersexuality now because you also experience these things and now you live your life like this because you believe that because of the things that have happened to you mm -hmm. you know like yeah. i was thinking about it because like the movie like 50 shades of gray mm -hmm. like he's this big like sex freak or whatever dominant because he was like he was not raped but he was harassed and sexually like touched by another an older woman mm. you know and then in the movie he like experienced abuse and like had cigarette burns all over him so he likes pain because he's internalized that that's what he deserves and that's what should make him feel good yeah you know? yeah so now i'm over here psych psychologically analyzing christian gray but it's true for a lot of people yeah. like if you have experienced pain and loss in your life then maybe that's what you're into sexually yeah you know exactly. and i'm sure if there's a, a poll or a survey that people do it'll come out like like that as well because i was reading about it on twitter as well it's like do you remember when did you realize that things that happened to you in the past like have led you to have hypersexuality and they, there was all these things and i was like oh my god that's true yeah like, like a lot of the things that have happened in your previous life not previous life but like earlier life can then also lead to you expressing it and to having multiple boyfriends or having no boyfriends mm -hmm. or having uh, asex or being asexual you know to the point where you don't want any sex yeah so it just goes all mentally mm -hmm. and just finding yourself spiritually and being mindful to the space around you the space around in yourself and just being aware yeah i like that you bring that up um especially the the point you said where it's like you go through something and then you kind of like internalize it and it, it, mm -hmm. it like applies or mm -hmm. it shows in your sexual it life manifests differently okay uh, so I have mentioned it in the last video how like kind of like BDSM saved my life a little bit because like, when I was younger I, I basically kind of grew up in an abusive environment and so the whole idea of like getting hurt or like having pain or stuff like that I was kind of into that um, and so sexually I was very prone to a lot of different type of abuses and I allowed it to happen because of what I dealt with and associated myself with and having that idea once more where it's like you know I'm this sexual tool and that's my purpose and that's what you know is going to happen but um the more that I've been growing in my self journey um sexually and spiritually mentally aware um I've been able to tell myself like you know you don't deserve this type of abuse maybe you're into physical pain now or maybe you're into this like type of sex that's why you associate this you know certain areas into bdsm but it's because yeah it's because you like it it's because it brings you this type of sexual pleasure 
it's not because you deserve it, you know? And But it took me it's years to think that way. big um, differentiation. Mm -hmm. differentiation. I don't even know if that's a word. I think you're saying it right. Differentiation, yeah. yeah. So just knowing that because my standards and values for myself has changed and it has became a thing. Now, I, for example, I'm able to be like, I don't want this, like stop, I'm not feeling it, I don't like it, instead of just accepting what's Letting happening. Letting it happen and just kind of being there like, why am I here? Why did I make these choices? Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. And so, um, it's also about like not taking all of the responsibility and giving other people like you are also a part of this. You mm -hmm. know, it's not all my fault. It's not all me. It's like, like you said, like if there's a partner with you, they need to be held responsible as you should be held responsible for both people to be feel safe, mm -hmm. to feel like accepted, to ha be having a good time, you know, regardless of whether you're feeling this pain or choking or whatever it is, you yeah. know, it, you should still be safe and secure that to know that your partner will respect and not harm you in, mm -hmm. any, sort, in any sort of real way. Yeah. But that just goes back to consent mm -hmm. and learning about that and learning about yourself as well. So real quick, I just want to retrain or bring up some terms again, but consent, um, that is basically getting the permission to continue to do something that you're going to do to someone, you know, I mean, it could be sexually, it could be not sexually, like whatever the case might be, if you're just touching someone and you're like, I'm not comfortable with that, um, and you still continue to touch on them or whatever, you are not being consensual and that's basically after someone just told you what they're not okay with, you're still um, choosing to do it and that's like, yeah, harassment, abuse, so on and so forth. Um, another important term is safety words, um, which is a word that indicates that someone's not comfortable with the situation or what's happening. So if someone is saying their safety word, which for example, mine is cranberry juice or cranberry, if someone's doing something to me and I already told them, hey, like, you know, I set the boundary that if I say cranberry, that means this is not okay. And if that person continues to do it, that is a sign of abuse or a harassment situation. Um, so consent and safe words. I think those were the two terms that we have brought up. And yeah. Yeah, that's very important. Mm -hmm. yeah, definitely. Yeah, just stay safe, everyone. Be love yourself before you go out there and love anybody else. Mm -hmm. Whether it's loving them sexually for the moment, or for a couple years that you're in a relationship with them, or you share your life with them because you're married, but just always it goes back to loving yourself. Exactly. As hard as that could be, taking that challenging road, facing everything, being so that you could be that perfect partner, mm -hmm. or as perfect as anybody could be, yeah. to be in an intimate relationship yeah. with. Yeah. Yeah. And, um... Last thing, I mean, we'll continue this topic because I do feel like it's very important to um, explore your sexuality, to feel confident within yourself so we can figure out ways that, or tips that can help with that. Um, but yeah, just really learning and understanding yourself will take you a long way. And um, yeah, that's basically that. Mm -hmm. so. Be safe. Mm -hmm. Know your consent words. Draw the boundaries. Mm -hmm always and yeah have fun be safe all right bye everybody bye.